Segundo is surging with sewage. You have not been paid to go stay in a hotel? I, I just found out from my roommate who uh, was saying people are... City of El Segundo is, will reimburse you if you uh, l- can't stand the smell of the sewage because the <laughs> wind shifted. And I realized that, like, there's always weird random smells between an airport and an ocean. So you get those kind of smells where you're like, do I need to shower? But... Um, there's a few more than than usual. I was da- I'm like, damn, that fucking reeks. What is that? And then, like, my roommate told me later that the city of El Segundo is paying people to go. They'll reimburse you if you go to a hotel or something to st- get away from the stink, the hot stink of El Segundo. The hot summer stink of El Segundo, inviting you in to the warm West Coast atmosphere. Yeah. So that's fun. But not you. You're sticking at home. Nope, You're staying just, at home? I'm just wallowing in that shit smell because, uh... Yeah. I was like, oh, that'd be cool. Like, how do you get the money? It's like, oh, you have to go and you have to pay for it. It's like up to $600. And I was like, that means I have to go spend $600 of my money and then wait eight to 12 months for them to reimburse me. I'm like, yeah. "Eh." Hopefully get paid back. Yeah. But. Well, that's fun. I jumped in the beach in the uh, the bay today. And I, I think, I don't know, there's a few things that we've really shit on. And then I've realized like, eh. I've, I'm, I don't know if I'm coming around on it or I'm just like what it is, but like we shit on the beach pretty hard, and then I, I've been trying to make more of an effort to get down there. We got like the bay. Yeah. Rob's got a boat, and he's been taking. We've been doing some little booze cruises and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I mean that's it, not bad. Like when you have that type of thing, like when it's just like let's go sit on the hot sand and sit by the stinky water. Uh, yeah. I, but I also I understand. I grew up spoiled in northern Michigan, where it's like. Oh, there's a lake with nobody on it, and I can just go jump in freshwater and not have to deal with all the toxins of shipping uh, lanes and stuff. But yeah, I, and you know, you're you're a little more, a, p- a little bit paler. It's gonna hit you a little harder. And also, like, I'm not going there for full days. Like, full days at the beach with the kids and all that shit. I don't. Yeah. I, you know, again, maybe I'll come around on it. Cause, but for the time being, I like we went down there today, and I put in about. 45 minutes, I dunked twice, had a drink. That's how I was as a kid. Like, we'd go to the beach, and it'd be like an all-day thing. And I'd get there, I'd get really warm, jump in the water, and be like, all right, let's take off. And they're like, no, we're here all day. And I'm like, why? Your dad's like, we set up the easy up. We brought the coolers in. I had to take three fucking fucking trips. Walk a goddamn mile. We are staying all day. And then (laughs) nobody's sober driving home. Just a gentle country road swerve that's all you need but the summer of sean marches on we're drinking palomas ca- casadores homemade palomas Shit. with a little little splash of squirt some yeah. tahine in mine and some lime sean's just going straight sugar just water keeping it simple keeping it hydrating yeah see what's held by the, the jingle jangle of ice little jingle jangle of a cocktail but 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we were thinking, talking about beer label design. Sean, you're a designer with how many years experience now? It's oh, man, too much. Uh, I'm, I'm approaching uh, right around, yeah, I guess nearing 20. Like, that's too much for where I'm at professionally. But uh, <laughs> financially, I should be high. <laughs> the dreams I had in college. Um, but yeah, it's about like 15 years. I've been making money off of design, so yeah, that, that counts. That absolutely counts. Yeah. Technically, I'm a writer, so if I, if that counts, you count for sure. Yeah, you're a professional comedian too, so. Oh, sir, I, yeah, I, absolutely, I've been paid. It's, I've made upwards of $49. I'm gonna add another that 25 counts. to that next week, booyah, booyah. The money's just rolling in. The name's getting out there. The brand is being recognized. I mean, so it's all about experience right now. That's it. Really is. It's about the whole unpaid intern move mm-hmm. on you. Yeah, the, any creative field, you're going to be doing a lot of blood, sw- putting in a lot of blood, sweat, and tears with no money being coming your way. You're, you're going to put a lot of money in with gas and just frustration and drinks. That was the weird thing I, I when I was in college was like, no intern was paid at all, like ever. Like I never even heard of an intern being paid. So I'm like. Hey, we got this internship at General Motors where you can go work fucking 20 hours a week. I'm like, that sounds terrible. Like, just getting people coffee and stuff like that. Uh, but now everybody's, apparently it's illegal to do that. So everyone's getting paid. For, what? Like, interns are getting paid. That's ridiculous. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, asking people to spend, no, I devote an entire week of time. Yeah, it's also like... Because I used to hire the interns, or I would, I, I sourced a lot of them. Uh, yeah. Elias got in before uh, my, he. I mean, I would have hired him anyway. But like, uh, but every pretty much all the interns after I got there were like people I picked, yeah. or or By, Bywater picked Stevie, so he had his. I think he was like the one and only design intern. But <clears throat> um, good, good. I'm glad they're getting paid. Why, how could they not? Like bring that back and bring a matching 401k and shit like that. Cause I've never had any of that. Yeah. I've, it's always funny to realize how much I'm a 15 year old living in a 38 year old's body where, uh, everyone that I work with is like, Oh yeah, you gotta get your, spe- uh, whatever flex account and all these things. And I'm like, I don't know if that, like, what, what do I do? I just do the <laughs> match. All right. Just tell me what to do. Uh, okay. Yeah. Let me set it and forget it. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I threw a I was having a real I realized it was because I hadn't eaten and I was but I was just having a real I have to pay quarterly because I'm a contractor so I've been trying to be more proactive with paying my taxes ahead of time so I'm like so you don't have that what's behind this uh, curtain yeah oh, it's crippling in, debt in April when I get just bent over and butt fucked by the government and I'm like all right fuck I'll try to get ahead of it and I was I'm just so bad at keeping records of things and I was like I'm pretty sure I paid this. I'm pretty, and I couldn't find yeah. the record, and I was like, "That means I owe f- like twice the next payment." What I'm gonna do? But then, like, I was like, thro- getting into that heated, like, fucking angry baby type mode where I'm like, "What the fuck is wrong with me?" I was like, just beat, and then like, I'm like, "All right, just calm down, take a walk, yeah, make some food, have some water." That's how I am every tax day. Like oh, absolutely. every single time, like I go through these ranges of emotions, but I don't blame myself because it is a fucking insane system. 
hey, uh, here's something that is a whole system built by other people and other people know how to do it, but it's on you to do it. And if you fuck it up, uh, yeah. we hold you solely. Responsible. It's a whole language and labyrinth of loopholes. And uh, it, like li- literally, I actually pr- come to think of it. Speaking of being a, ch- a f- child, I filed my taxes through TurboTax uh, in 2018 and turns out, no, I didn't. <laughs> I paid. I paid. I sent them money for what I assume I owe and what Tur- TurboTax said I owe, but I didn't click the right button. I don't know what the fuck happened. They yeah. never got my return, and they just now, or like yeah. within the last couple months, sent me. That's <laughs> just now. Hey, I got the notice like a couple <laughs> months ago. I'll I'll get around to it. Yeah, they like to do that because I had that where I had an issue where where I didn't. Apparently, I didn't input the 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 one number correctly and they told me about it uh like five months later and they're like on the the note was like hey yeah we need this in two months and i'm like oh. well that was m- fucking seven months ago yeah, so i just got hit because i i had to incorporate this is boring but <clears throat> i had to get an llc to work with a certain company a while ago and like bare minimum it's going to cost you 800 bucks and yeah it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm pretty sure I paid that. And turns out, no, I didn't two years in a row. And I just finally got the bill. So it's just like, well, there's another two grand just fucking with penalties and all this. I'm like, dude, I don't have like, I don't just have two grand. Yeah. Like I would love to, I'd love to get to a point where I'm like, not only having like money put away in a, you know, a Roth or whatever, but also just like, I'm going to have this like safety money for when this shit happens, yeah. but not that's with my current payroll, but that's, that's on me. That's I don't I hustle got, hard. Like enough. one thing for my dad, I learned is like, just ask for a payment plan. <laughs> just, all right, <laughs> I'll get you this money spread over the next seven years. And if they're like, no, and I'm like, well, then you're not getting the money. So well, it's in your court. <laughs> I'm going to give you five bucks. <laughs> so yeah. if you want that, you can, that's what's going to happen. But yeah. But yeah, back to uh, graphic design. Um, it's a good way to ruin. Uh, oh, sidebar. When, when we do a deeper dive, my friend Bernice was probably going to be a great source for this because she actually does design for a uh, local craft beer company. Oh, well, shit. Sure. What am I doing here? Well, you could. I'm sure you guys could go back and forth. She's a wild card, so she, you, you know, you, you'll be like the straight man, and she'll be the wacky radio DJ. Okay, yeah, that that works. We'll dub her in later. But yeah, um, have you ever designed anything for like an alcohol company or beer or anything, or done uh, done any uh, beer ripoff labels? No, I've done like a lot of like uh, kind of things that are supposed to be in the vein of alcohol brands and stuff like that. We've had a few shows at NBC that are like. Oh, here's a a show about this bar in somebody's backyard. So, like, kind of just riffing off a design of beer labels and stuff like that, but nothing it, officially for a brand. It's not like Backyard Bar Wars with Chris Stefano by chance. Uh, no. Oh, it okay. was a television show that was on for, I don't know, four weeks called Abby's? Hmm. Haven't heard of it? <laughs> Shocking. No. Um, no, because uh, a comedian from New York who... It has been problematic in the past. <laughs> he has a show on I, I don't even know what it, what fucking network it is, but he has a backyard bar war show where they like build out backyard bars and. Oh okay. Uh, yeah, this was a a sitcom, not a, oh, a oh, reality oh. show. So yeah, 
that that makes more sense than a sitcom in some with yeah it's like it was kind of like it seems like pimp my ride only for like backyard bar setups I which could be really fun that that kind of mode of like reality tv you could plug anything into that algorithm and be like oh here's a successful show like hot dog wars it's just people making different types of hot dogs and you're like all right cool. yeah i mean pick uh, there's the hand, there's the burger show there's backyard bar wars there's a third one i mean pretty much all of uh whatever's on discovery plus is all that i'm assuming yeah, I mean the the overhead has to be pretty minimal unless they have to pay for the materials and shit for whatever they're building out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's interesting to go back because like again, I always have to relate everything to through the skateboarding lens. But then there was like the the build the build to shred show back in the day where they would like show up oh, and build yeah. like these wild fucking setups and they did like a treehouse one. I got a little cattle dog under my feet. But yeah. That's uh, that's wildly popular. Just want to watch somebody make something. Here you go. Yeah, I mean, uh, to, to call back to our spirit animal, Kyle Kinane, uh, he has put it very delicately. Like, just having a job is the new pornography of uh, yeah, of our generation. Just like, wow. Most of my quarantine was just watching television shows of people doing chores. Where, like, <laughs> hey, I'm in Alaska and I gotta clear this field of all this hay. Well, I'm dug in for the next 45 minutes, so cool. Yeah, ice road trucker gets get in there. Just off the office. That's an entire show about just that's, people with jobs. That's true. A job that probably every one of them in real life would have hated, but. Yeah, that's what was missing from the office was a lot more suicide. That's <laughs> <laughs> just a lot of ennui and yeah. just being stuck in a lot of. Well, r- James uh, took his own life last night. Rural, yeah, we all understand. Uh, Creed just being a serial <laughs> killer, just uh, yeah, <laughs> low key best part of that show. Oh <laughs> yeah, absolutely terrific character. Yeah, like, and if watching early seasons, you would never expect like, like who pitched that? Just like all right, he's gonna be like a quiet wild card and we're gonna build a story over all <laughs> whatever 10 seasons of it or whatever there was but yeah um yeah in terms of uh advertising of alcohol though it's it seems like a pretty important job because of how much i mean maybe i'm just a, like with the view of a designer through everything but like when i'm at the store and i can't decide what i want it's like book by its cover situation where yeah it's always like well what is this all right that looks that looks fun that looks like something i would want to drink i don't know Dude, i no i don't think it it's just you i think it's everybody i think if you don't have a brand already you probably are going to revert to like whatever is v- most visually appealing so it's like and it's interesting because i mean i don't i don't know design in the, in the way that you do cuz you're you know you went to school for it and this but like um like I I have friends who have met like you talked about like yeah when uh Miller High Life redesigned and went back to more like the of the vintage uh label yeah. like you're like yeah I want that and like I know people that want Miller High Life or not Miller Miller Lite because of like the a fine pilsner and just like yeah. the simple it's, like it's always like the the kind of uh the whatever like the winner of the the tie type of thing where you're like well paps or oh i got a decent i got a decent label I'll, I'll get i'll try this 
Like it's the same. It could be the exact same beer, but yeah. it's like just that one thing kind of. Breaks. They are essentially the same. Like the difference between like a Miller Light and a Coors Light and a whatever else. It's not. It's marginal. Like it's despite it's like, what the commercial tells you. Yeah, it's it's like Coke Golden and Pepsi. Colorado it's like they're you know there is a difference, but it's it's all the same ingredients yeah. for the most part, and it's basically in the same price point. But there, are, I mean, there's for sure drinks that like you get and you're like, I think this is better because of the the labeling. Like Casadores, for instance, our unofficial sponsor. That's true. What a, a that beautiful stag that, that inspired the brand. That that gets in the whole psychology of just packaging design of like if those delicious, delicious uh, drink of the summer, Sean Burke, 2021, uh, pre-made Casadores Palomas, uh, if they were in like a whatever 12 ounce can it would ha- it wouldn't have the same effect but it's got the red bull type of thing where it's like the tall skinny cans where i'm like oh this is neat this is new yeah it's elegant it's I'll drink sleek seven of these and go do my taxes yeah, like i'm gonna I take <laughs> i'm gonna take 1.75 bricks of these <laughs> yeah and make sure i don't pass out from uh, too much sugar make sure my sugar doesn't spike but i mean the, it does because i mean like I don't feel like I have a super refined palate, so like difference between beer to beer, I, I you know, yeah. like I I know that how they make me feel after, which is interesting because like a shitty shitty beer will make me feel terrible, but so will a really nice beer if I but have too many. But it's weird because like if you have this shitty enough beer, it's almost water where it doesn't have any effect on you at all, where you feel a little buzz and then you feel nothing. Uh, like the Modellos, like if you keep it kind of mellow with those, like, yeah, it's a it's a cruising beer. Yeah, it's a marathon beer, delicious. Yeah, um, great branding. Also, it I mean it's kind of like a more exotic version of the Miller uh, Light can, because you know yeah, it's it's a, there's an element of like regal. Like most of the beer cans kind of have like kind of a weird uh, regal aspect, which is kind of interesting because it's so not. It's so yeah. It like most of those designs are so. There's a lot of so, gold crests yeah, that are like, involved. Uh, like the olive branches and like the crest. Like it looks like a family crest of some sort. Yeah. Like the the banquet beer with like the old lino print type of thing. Yeah. Like if you think of uh, old school Stroh's, a Detroit favorite, which was, I think the cheapest beer you could is ever that is S T R A U B. No, it's S T R O. H L S. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. I, I'm lumping them in with Grolsch, which has the like the cool weird bottle thing where you like pop it off but it oh, stays yeah. on. Yeah. Which I'm sure is just a fucking nightmare for the environment. But Yeah. That's no I mean probably no more than the, a cap. The, it's the curate cup of uh <laughs> of beer situations. But it is mostly like can design. I mean, and also they take some real liberties because, like Miller High Life, just with their their branding, like the champagne of beer. I'm like, the champagne of beer brewed in Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's two different ways you can go with it. There's the old school kind of like going back to your your history type of thing, where it's like that looks like something that's from like 1960 or something. Like you see, like Blatz or uh, oh yeah, Schlitz or Schlitz or some stuff like that, where it's like, oh yeah, this uh, this looks like a super like this could be a pull, a uh, pull top can or some shit like that. 
Um, I want to bring. I want them to bring those back also. Because like speaking of shitting all over the environment. Oh, <laughs> are pull tabs really bad? Well, I mean, just pulling it and fucking tossing it. Uh, yeah. If you've ever seen a treasure hunting show like I have, lots of during quarantine, they always find like those beer top cans and like old uh, pull top cans. But yeah, all right, all right. fair enough. I yeah. mean, a, a can tab stays on the can at least, and apparently has more aluminum in it than the rest of the can. Yeah, supposedly. But then you see like uh, like the Whole Foods beers that are like, this has just got a weird illustration on it, and it says. Jimmy's beer or something like that where it's like this is just something that you're going to take a shot on because of how weird it looks but yeah I mean wine is the same that, that, I mean I don't know shit about wine so a lot of the time that's labels are for sure what I'm basing it off of because oh, especially because yeah. I'm like parking lot drunk very on brand I'm going to grocery outlet and buying like the 499 bottle and yeah. so I'm just like, oh, that's a cool label. That's the best part of Trader Joe's is the, the $2 La Finca, <laughs> which looks like a child made it in MS Paint. But you're like, it's $2 and it's Cabernet Sauvignon. It is, how bad could it be? Fuck it, we'll take a shot and buy 12 of these. Eh, it's bad, but it's cheap. <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot of it. So, true. you know, how bad could it really be if there's this much of it? If you can hang with a headache, just go <laughs> for it. But... uh. I, yeah, wine wine hangovers are a special breed though, because they they the headache like beer is just kind of like subtle, like it's a s- dull roar it also, of pain. It also feels like you're you're in the minor leagues with wine most of your your kind of time drinking because like you kind of grew up drinking beer like all through college when you're young and just kind of getting into it, and then you go through like your liquor phase where you're like here we go, we're getting into it. By the time you hit wine, it's like your body's already starting to shut down because you're like, <laughs> I'm 35. Uh, I'll just have a glass of wine. Nope, yeah. I'm drunk. Yeah, I guess I'll do laundry. I don't, I don't yeah. fucking know. I, I always think of like April Ludgate from uh, Parks and Rec when she's like, wine's all the same. It doesn't matter how much you pay for it at all. It, it, yeah, that's the way I like, feel about it. I mean. It, it's it's kind of similar to beer because it's like it has to be really bad for you to notice. Yeah. Because most of the time it's like yeah it's wine. It's There's good. one it's good enough. Sometimes you're like, I th- maybe it was worth the extra eight bucks. I've had one that tastes like somebody spilled something in grape juice. So yeah, like it was like pennies filtered through grape juice. Yeah. Where it's like mm, I think somebody spilled their vinegar in this. This. Uh, yeah, and you know maybe it age too much in the bottle or perhaps it just was garbage to begin with yeah but it it does that's where like i, I kind of just want to see for perspective of like what a like i don't know seven grand bottle of wine tastes like because i guarantee it probably tastes exactly like a four dollar bottle of wine well at that point it just seems for my like garbage palette <clears throat> yeah i mean Maybe the like the super refined Sauvignon or whatever, however you Sommelier. say it. Sommelier. Sauvignon. <laughs> Sa- Sauvignon. The, the Sauvignon. Excuse me, Sauvignon. Uh, Sauvignon. Can you help me pick out a bottle, please? <laughs> Sauvignon that's not blank. My, that's not my. That's not my name. That's please. Sir. Sean, Sean Vignon. Yeah. Can you? Anyway, uh, <laughs> that was completely honest. Me fucking it up. <laughs> it has nothing to do with this delicious Casadores Paloma that we've made at home with a little splash of squirt. Think of those ad dollars. Um. We are fulfilling our ad requirement. There is a, okay, um, but it's like food too, because it's like one. It, it 
if once you, I think we are in the tax bracket that once you pay over a certain amount of for anything, you're gonna be like, I mean, it was good, but it wasn't X amount of dollars good. Yeah, it's like, I mean, like we got food, uh, steaks and wine in Vegas when we were there pre-pandemic, and even that, I was like, I mean, this is good. Yeah, but it's not. It's not this amount of money. Good. Also, and they gave us like a a fair amount of attitude. I mean, we strolled in there like two kids fucking walking into the movie theater at 12 years old. So Yeah, I mean, we were hammered, but it's fucking Las Vegas. Yeah. And, you know, our money's good as anybody. Visa's money's good as anybody <laughs> else's. Yeah. So This borrowed money. This um, I'm going to pay you back money's going to be as good as anybody's. So Yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing. Like I have a friend who's super into finding like dialing in the perfect cup of coffee right now. Where I'm like, that's not what why I'm here. Like I'm here for the caffeine. Doesn't matter. Like as long as I can stomach it, not a big deal. Same thing with alcohol. Where I've got that Midwestern, uh, yeah, I might drink too much type of mode. Where it's like, <laughs> well, I, I'm just here for the uh, the feeling where all my all my angers kind of get numbed. I want to quiet the voices and wake <laughs> up tomorrow and do it all over again. Yeah. Okay. Like I don't need to be wooed i just need these urges i want to wake up and be able to say see i could handle that yeah see i didn't murder anyone yes yeah. i you know i didn't tell everybody exactly how i I'm felt home so clearly <laughs> i don't have a problem but yeah but um what as a designer what would you look for for like a, like what stands out to you like we've mentioned miller high life several times maybe they're a potential sponsor also I, champagne and beers i don't see why not they're I mean, they're very on brand. Yeah. If Contact Coors Banquet doesn't fucking, department. I mean, Coors Banquet keeps using my photos, but they don't. They don't send us a case. Sounds sounds about right. So maybe Miller High Life is the the route to go. Um. Yeah. For me, it's like it. I look for like the least amount of things on it. Where like you see a lot of those things of like kind of going off on the hops and like where it was kind of made and what it's made with. Where. I mean, as a problem drinker, I can kind of tell already that's not going to be a good alcoholic beverage. But uh, the most things I like to see is like, uh, this looks cheap. Like, this looks like I could get it at a, like a dive bar in fucking Reed City, Michigan type of thing. That's that's just kind of where I'm at, where mm -hmm. I'm like, I know it's alcohol. It's not going to taste weird. And you can pour it in a dirty glass. It's not that big a deal. But, um, but yeah, I also have the art school kind of mode where I'm like, Oh, what's that? This is cool. Let's support this brand. I'm like, this is garbage beer, but <laughs> it's a cool design. But, but there is that element of things because it's like, I feel like I don't like Budweiser as much as I like. It's a fun. It's, it's whatever beer. It's a serviceable drink. Yeah, it like, it yeah. works. It's everywhere. Bud Light's the same way. But like, like in terms of commercials, great. Like Budweiser, Bud Light, they've been like very good about yeah. the way they advertise I but in terms of like brand like visual branding i don't i think this is like the reason why people watch hoarders so they can see something that they can say to themselves see i'm not that bad so like i feel like people see like budweiser and they're like oh gross i'm not drinking fucking yeah. budweiser but eh, i'm doing all right i'll uh i'll get pacifico it's yeah a, it's an import beer <laughs> But the, but the visually the branding's better, like bar, like it just if you took everything away if you just had an empty bottle next to each other like 
Maybe, like a Budweiser bottle is kind of classic looking, so maybe yeah. that's not a good example. But like the cans, or like a like a Bud Light bottle, for instance. Like a Bud Light bottle has nothing to offer in term, yeah. as, as far as I'm concerned. It's super Visually. like sans serif type. It's real kind of run of the mill. Like here, just this is yeah. the beer can. You're gonna drink me. Drink this, yeah. But like whereas a Miller Light, like it looks kind of storied it looks like it has a history yeah. to it it's kind of vintage and i mean that's the whole thing with high life is they just changed it more recently and they got a pretty good uh they got landor associates to kind of design what the the new heritage looks of that like if budweiser changed their look a bunch which they haven't really like it's kind of the same kind of label design that it's always been and it's like the coke thing but not as successful where they're just like we're not going to change it because it's who we are but um but i feel like if they did if bud budweiser did like a full-on vintage label it would hit better than what whatever they're doing now maybe i mean it's already a vintage label as is like they they did just put biggie on a on a collector's uh, uh, bottle that is pretty sick that uh, just seems kind of pandering to the crowd, but I'm on board. I mean, I don't know that a lot of Biggie <laughs> fans are Budweiser. Yeah. There's just, it's just weird because there's those brands that are like the default for beer, and you're like, no, I'm not doing that. Like, is this the can? Yeah. All right. Well, then I'm, I'm still consider, I'm still thinking of like the American flag can, so I'm, I'm outdated. Oh yeah, those are just uh, those are just needed when they need to guilt you into supporting the troops in July. Yeah. You know when certain people are in office and yeah, denying numbers. <laughs> certain people are in office that have clearly never had a Budweiser beer. They just yeah. like getting. He doesn't on even drink. He doesn't even. How did that fucking happen? How do Listen, you elect somebody that doesn't even drink? You that's, spend all your time in Russian hotels getting oh, pissed on. You're actually, not, that's you're what, not gonna like. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we did elect another guy that doesn't drink, so yeah. whatever. I mean, you know, maybe we do need a leader who's greeting the world with sober eyes. And I mean, the whole his, system's garbage. So. As his brain deteriorates. We need a problem alcoholic. That's We need JFK struggling <laughs> to get through the day without shaking. Absolutely. Just philandering his way through. Should we do a refill? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. I fucked up. So now we got two tracks. It's fine. All right. So the beers we've been talking about are mostly like vintage inspired, where they're just kind of like throwing it back to the yeah. the older labels. A lot of garage fridge beers. Yeah, some, you know, crusty old darkened mirrors that have, you know, are also beer advertisements somehow. But like, uh, are there, to your knowledge, a lot uh, many more modern type designs where they're leaning on more i don't know what what kind of art movement they'd be leaning on i've I've noticed a lot of things going going like with the uh kind of like what modern times is doing now where it's just kind of using a white can and keeping it as simple as possible so it looks kind of like the dharma initiative type of things from the the hit television show lost which is a topical reference but um just kind of white and kind of non-traditional beer thing because it stands out like you see things like those on the shelf next to a old kind of old english with a crest and ribbon type of text like budweiser and you're like yeah this uh 
this doesn't make any sense, but uh, is what is Dharma Initiative? Is that a well? Brand if of you beer? haven't spent seven or eight seasons of your time wasted on the television show Lost, Dharma Initiative is a uh, kind of overarching um, organization that ran whatever's in that show. I don't really even <laughs> remember because it was a terrible show, but all their packaging was like, hey, here's a can of soup, and it's a white label with like black uh, type on it that says soup. Oh, so kind of like... Real basic. Kind of like the Acme company from uh, Looney Tunes. Yeah, and, and like military MRE kind of type of things of like chicken noodle soup on a gray bag type of thing, but... Mm. I feel like Trader Joe's has brands like that where it just says like, Beer. Uh, that's only that's the only thing that comes to mind. Actually, is beer. Yeah, like, there's a what's the other one? Maybe water, like the drink bo- water, boxed waters. That's pretty the pretty same minimal. Type of thing. But it's like a kind of not anti-design, but minimalist kind of approach to it. Where like you think of a beer can, and what you're expecting is like uh, kind of Budweiser and Coors and all that type of shit, like script and mountains and scrolls and stuff but if you have a picture of like a weird cartoon character and a white can like which is a lot of kind of like the new trend um yeah why are so many uh beer cans white do you think i i don't know like it i think it's probably just uh cost wise (laughs) it's probably the cheapest because like what you're printing on will be a white whatever Mm -hmm. um but yeah, I don't think it has a, a system of like this is a green bottle because it it blocks out the sun and you can still see whatever the weird kind of uh, explanation of why uh, like Rolling Rock and Heineken ha- have green glass uh, type of thing. So it's more probably cost availability than design because it, it's not like yeah. So like you know fast food they they do a lot of like the red and yellow because it supposedly psychologically invokes hunger. Yeah, there's but a whole whole group of, uh, like, psychology in these that I don't really... I'm just taking stabs yeah. at the dark hat, <clears throat> I can assume. But, yeah, similar type of things. Yeah. Of I, would, I would assume that white would try to play into the purity aspect to kind of counteract, like, the, hey, you're going to get hammered, but, hey, it's a white can, so it seems I mean, based on clean and pure. how many seltzer cans are white, and they really like their weird kind of quasi-Nazi language that they have on them of purity <laughs> and pure uh I, I think that's a that's a fair fair assessment because yeah there's a lot of that yeah i wonder how where we could look to find out uh the psychology behind that because there are like silver and white are pretty predominant with like like budweiser is the only real like red and then like I mean, bud red, light's blue red white and blue is a pretty standard beer yeah, like, and then the green bottles, um, but classic brands like Mickey's, Mickey, and green. That I mean, also Irish, indicative of the, uh, the aisle. Yeah, at the very, very bottom shelf where nobody's looking for it. That's a premium beverage. That's a premium malt beverage. What I believe the, it says so right on the label. Actually, Murphy's cream. Was it Murphy's cream? Oh, Murphy's stout. No, it wasn't. I don't think it's Murphy's. What was that? Which is the cream ale? Cream ale. The, oh, th- yeah, I remember. Like that was one of the few cases we could get in college. Yeah, it was a weird thing in Detroit too, where like you could find that 
surprisingly everywhere, but you would never see it in a store. Not Genesee. No. Genesee's who I'm thinking of. Or however you say it. Genesee. Joel's Cream Ale? <laughs> Robin Hood? Bowie? Oh, it was like Little little Knights? Little Kings? Little Kings. I think that was it. Yeah. Little Kings Cream Ale. Uh, there's a few... Um, bars in Detroit that you could still get that too when I was living there where I was like what the fuck is a cream ale yeah it doesn't <laughs> it I mean it kind of sounds appealing it sounds like, having like you had like a Budweiser and some half and half and you're like here you go <laughs> yeah um well, a, a bottle an empty bottle of it's worth 250 on plus 10 shit dollars shipping on eBay and when you say they 250 it's two dollars and fifty cents two dollars and fifty cents plus $10 shipping for an empty bottle of Little King's Cream Ale on eBay. They always yeah. fuck you on shipping. That's true. They give with the big print and fuck you with the little. But yeah, there's some reason why like uh, like beer isn't in a clear bo- a clear glass um, and some reason why it's in green glass and brown glass. Like It's all about like blocking UV rays or something that does something to the hops, but... Well, if so you say some, so. There's some form and function in there, but... There is something about, like, drinking a Corona out of a clear bottle does just... It's like, I don't know if it's mental or it just seems fresher and crisper. And, like, Corona, again, like, it they, they uh, that design language all seems to be very similar. Corona, Miller Lite, like, yeah. all these kind of, like... It's like the mid-50s, 60s kind of classic look that people feel lends credence to their brand just because they have it but yeah it's interesting because like white claw seems more modern but like they're labeling the design seems more modern to me and also with the modern look it looks cheaper like it i mean for me as a designer i see the stuff they're doing and i'm like this looks like bargain bin shit this looks like gas station fair type of shit like uh Tell me, tell me more about that. Like, <laughs> explain, like, uh, how how it would be more elevated. Like, why does it look bargain? I think bin a to lot you? of people lean into that late late fifties, sixties scrolls and shit because it gives you like what you expect from a beer. Where like you see a white claw, where it's a white can that's a tidal wave of fun. Yeah, but it's real like basic sans serif font, but it's also. Like the way and sans serif just doesn't mean it means it has, doesn't have a lot of frills on the type. Yeah, just real kind of no no real feet to it mm-hmm. on, on either sides. Um, but it also seems uh, like it's just real basic. Like it seems like real. It could be anything in that can type of thing. Like that could say just canned water on it, and you'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, it's not particularly in particularly indicative of what the product is itself. And that goes in the whole psychology of like marketing and whatever for brands is like the reason you think of these late fifties, early sixties kind of lavish, uh, decorative labels is because that's what you think of when you think of beer. Like if you ever been to a bar, like that's all the shit that you see on the, on the walls of like those weird mirrors and shit. So there's a whole element of psychology that goes into it. There has to be something psychologically with like uh, that appealing to like 
a throwback of some sort because it's like the thought of a new it's just, it's just familiar so you'll get it's it. familiar and it's proven or it, I, I like i you don't i don't it's i don't know like i'm i'm talking it out as i say it but like it's like you don't want a new beer that isn't proven and you don't know about so you like you that design language is like no we've been around forever and you know we're not great but we're available yeah. and you know so it's trusted and proven whereas I mean, that, like that also goes into like the tap like what the tap looks like when you're getting it like yeah i was, I was just in uh culver city at father's office which has i don't know way too many taps to fucking ingest before you order a beer uh but i just saw like Pliny the elder because it was like the most traditional like weird looking older school look tap to it and I was like oh yeah I'll, I'll just take that because I'm not going to do I'm not going to sit here for the next 25 minutes going oh what's that mm. Mm, can I have a little taster let me see that no I don't like that uh, so yeah there's a weird it's just all marketing uh, kind of brand appeal to it but I mean there is something to that though because it's it's clearly working if we're just like picking shit off of uh, visuals yeah, I mean, like you go into a like. There's a whole different aspect to if you're in a bar looking at taps to you're just in front of a cooler looking at hundreds of labels. Like, see a lot of people kind of mess around now where it's that's where you see all like the the Whole Foods kind of looks of white cans with weird illustrations type of things just because it's like we're turning it outside. Well, outside. like that's what's so wild with like craft beers is because like they <clears throat> like smaller craft craft beers it's just they're canning in their own plant so it's just silver cans and they have like a, a vinyl wrap i assume yeah but but they, that's where they're really getting creative but nothing really like stands out visual like sometimes like i'm not saying uh i forget who makes um old rasputin like that one stands out to me but even that it like it's a it's an like a vintage picture of Rasputin. Yeah, like a weird woodcut. Yeah, it, you know, it, there's nothing new or modern about it, but like, yeah. it also, it's a fucking really good beer. You have two of them, and you're just set for the night. Yeah. But, um... But yeah, like, I mean, like, you still need those weird, kind of old school things, because, like, you kind of... If you see just, like, like, square typography on a can you kind of have a different connotation to it so you're like oh that is probably a new brand that isn't good like it's probably yeah. like somebody taking chances and swinging right. for the fences where you're gonna so, get a weird hodge so there's hodge. there's got to be kind of like an overlap with that mentality or the psychology or whatever because it's like say like uh like sports branding like for instance like the seattle kraken they're a brand new team and the, the vegas gold knights are like were a brand the most recent brand new team in, in the nhl but like even the kraken their logo is basically a rip off of the mariners s it's the colors of the mariners and the logo of seagram's gin like if you look at the yes yeah it's the exact same so it's like it's it's not brand new and like i mean what is in 2021 yeah. and i mean like you see it with the kings or not the kings but the knights where like they got caught up in some cases of like these are the trendy things right now like that's why you look at all those 90s jerseys of like what the ducks did and you're like this looks fucking cartoonish yeah because it was and like that's and the coyotes 
Yeah, I mean, like you chase those kind of trends, and it's always going to look dated five years out of the thing. That's why you got to be like timeless, like the Detroit Red Wings, and just have a logo and be like, it's "This good, is the logo. It's, we're done. It's a solid logo. It's going to sit we'll, like this for the next a hundred years." And that's fair. Um, <clears throat> but also, like with these new upstart craft beers, I think that explains why they're like a lot more wild. Like not. Pliny the Elder or whatever, but like our friend, my friend Bernice, uh, like she works for Long Beach Beer Lab and they do a lot more like colorful, uh, like it's very, it's, uh, it's way more experimental, it seems. Yeah. And it's but also, it, but like it also speaks to what you were talking about where what it's your like market is. Yeah. Like if um, you're, if you're at a place where you know people are coming to try beers, like, the big thing with modern times in LA is like modern times is a brewery that kind of has like weekly things. Like there's different, they, they take chances on weird shit. So like you're already there. Yeah. All you need to know is like the logo and be like, all right, this is going to be weird. Yeah. And if your thing is being fun and experimental and adding fruit and whatever the fuck else, like to, to your new batch and trying shit out, like that works. And you're also, that's speaking to a different demographic than you are if you're just like yeah we're Budweiser we put out Budweiser that's what we do yeah like we might put out a Bud Light seltzer or something but even that like white can Bud Light label a yeah f- a colorful fruit scheme. I think with a lot of it is you just want to remind people that it's not you're not swerving too far left or right out of the beer kind of aisle yeah so it's like it's got to stand out against other shit but it's also got to be in place with other shit because people will be like that's too weird i'm not gonna get it so yeah I'm these think- are all market tested bullshit like, yeah how does this white can make you feel but well it's like sierra nevada like they're they got playful designs but it's also like they always have that like that stamp of the sierra nevada yeah I mean, it's all within their system yeah it, and it but like they're more experimental and fun than you know a Budweiser or a, or a Miller or a Coors, for instance, but yeah, and I also think that has a lot to do with like how they're marketing, how like they market all of their stuff of like, yeah, <clears throat> like and they probably understand their who they market to and what they appeal to because it's like, you know, they're an independent brewery and they're you know kind of hippy dippy ish because they're from, yeah. um, you know. Uh, this year in Nevada's or wherever. And there's also like a big thing I've noticed just kind of back visiting Michigan that a lot of people do of like these these limited runs that are like uh, what is it? I can't remember the brewery does it but it's like uh, Kentucky Fried Breakfast or something. It's, <laughs> it's some like limited edition beer in Michigan that I had a buddy that was explaining to me like oh the only way to get this beer is you have to be at the store the day they release it at like 6 a.m. and wait in line to get it. Yeah. And there's like there's a big thing with like Bell's Oberon where like growing up Bell's Oberon is like, oh, summer has started because Bell's is available. It, it, it's only available from like the start of May to the end of like September or something, which is just bullshit because they can brew it all year long. Um, but you're like, oh, this is a limited time thing. So, yeah, it's an element of exclusivity where they're like, oh, it's only available. So, like, yeah, maybe the product itself isn't as amazing. And I will say this, though, 
I still, if it's like late May, I'll still be like, well, I have to have an Oberon. Like, it works <laughs> because I'm an alcoholic, but. But that shit does work. Like, if you get it in your head that you're like, I, like, if it's available and like, there's something about that where like, if you can get a Pliny or whatever and you're like, all right, I, I got one. Like, I, I don't like, I don't know if that makes you like insecure or, or like. Well, it's just like kind of a checklist of like well it's summer now i have to do this and i like i have to go to the beach i have to go on a hike i have to camp and like yeah it falls in line with all that shit that you have yeah feel like you have to do and you and you set your own little checklist like when i go camping i like to have the banquets i don't i don't know why it just it fits like you get a cube of them for the whole weekend yeah you're you're good you can drink 15 of them and still be able to make soup for dinner so like yeah yeah soup soaks it up it's doesn't you're not you're not acting too out of hand you know and everybody gets to make up their own little checklist but whatever that is uh ours is clearly casadores pre-mixed uh palomas it's it's the drink of the summer drink of the summer uh four four cans per for uh for box yeah and i will say they would be a lot better if they were provided by the sponsor and not fourteen dollars or fifteen dollars for yeah the if they thing, just wanted to send you us know, that's, that's neither here nor there if they just wanted to send us a big grip of them and we could just uh maybe if we get this visually we'll get we'll get some video elements going and get on youtube and let's then get we'll making really this grassroots movement and yeah. and and force casadores <clears> to give us free drinks. i was entirely wrong aperol spritz that's last year okay Casadores pre-canned Palomas or Casadores homemade Palomas as we're enjoying currently. That's true. Absolutely delicious. I feel like we're in the sweet spot of our drinking days where it's like we just need something delicious that will kind of kick a little. And kick it does. 1 p.m. in the afternoon. <laughs> and it's, it's phenomenal. That's a great time to be alive. Yeah. Palomas in the afternoon. What could be better? You throw on your uh, Jurassic Park uh, outfit, all whites with your little Pedora hat. Walking around with a cane. With the they do move in herds. Well, if you were designing a beer label, say for a parking lot drunk collab, uh, what what kind of colors? What kind of like what kind of imagery are you are you banking on? I mean, I think our well, logo kind of touches on it. Where it, um, I mean, you did nail it. It's got to be really accessible and cheap. <laughs> like, Look at this tattered ass lawn chair. Yeah. Duct taped uh, cup holder. <laughs> it's got to be real kind of like the places that you kind of reassess your life after a couple hours. <laughs> where you're like, that's the, the kind of come to Christ moment when you look over at this, this uh, kind of worn out lawn chair that has a 30 pack in it that is empty where you're yeah. like, well, maybe tomorrow I got to figure some things out. Maybe tomorrow's just a water and an exercise and a what am yeah. I doing with my life kind of day. Maybe I should call my parents. I will uh, figure it out. Yeah, they'll they're probably going to tell me if I'm fucking up. Yeah. I hope. I mean, or it's, maybe, been, it's been a minute so they'll know. Maybe they're just enablers. <laughs> Cuz otherwise, how would they No, my boy, yeah. he's good. He's a good boy. But I do feel like there's the there's a lot of brands that kind of, I mean, the, not a specific brand that I can think of, but like if you're just in, kind of like a Whole Foods and you look at the beer aisle, you're like, where's the fucking beer? Like this all looks, like something that isn't beer. It all looks like energy drinks. Like, 
it's a weird kind of line to toe with that kind of marketing where you're like we want to be we want to stand out but if everybody's standing out it kind of yeah looks weird like a lot of the craft beers seem really busy and colorful and it's like it i get it that you're trying to be fun and you have your stupid ass fucking name for and whatever I get the the use of citra hops but like citra seems like it's a marketing thing to people that think that it's going to be like a light citrusy drink yeah, because I see citra hops in everything. You drink it, and it's like this is fucking sludge. I feel like a hazy IPA can have citrus in it, and it kind of like or or um, like whatever a shock top is. That seems to be a citrus. Yeah. But I mean, shock top's not good, right? I mean, I guess no. It's it's fine <laughs> on a broader it's, realm. It's drinkable, but it's also like, um, have you ever been like, I need a shock top? I mean, are we shock topping? <laughs> are we shock topping? Stevie. Stevie, call um, back to our interns. I mean, like, I guess the, the main thing is, like, what is the beer that if you're at, like, a whatever, you're camping and you open up the cooler, what is the beer that is filled with that cooler that you're like, I'm not drinking this weekend? <laughs> or, I, or I have to run to the store because clearly uh-huh. somebody doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, what's the blue... The blueberry one. It's like, it's not Shock Top, but it's like an oddly blue beer. And it's blueberry? It has like a... It's not like Blue Moon? It might be. Yeah, it's Blue Moon. Blue Moon is like Shock Top. Uh, yeah. Like, exactly. I don't... Like, Blue, blue Moon, I think, makes me not want to drink. I th- like Blue Moon is like Garrett, my buddy Garrett, Gary. Gary. Uh, we were at a Detroit Tigers game and he refused to drink the shitty kind of Labatt beer that they've served. So he spent like a good 45 minutes to f- and he eventually found a Blue Moon and he was like, this is the closest thing I can find to a craft beer. So uh, I will drink this. But that seems like the microbrewery of. Uh, kind of the big brands of like well I'm not drinking a Budweiser but I'll drink a Blue Moon because it's got fruit in it but yeah and fair enough and like even this Google search is bringing up some different kind of uh, of labeling like a bat blue very classic a little more modern with their uh, their typography yeah I mean Labatt the blue is th- they've got the kind of I mean, coming from Michigan, they've got that weird, we're Canadian. Uh, oh, look how exotic we are. We're yeah. from Canada. But it's like, yeah. It's I mean, thing. I've definitely drank, like, <clears throat> some beer. Like, my dad does a craft beer exchange every every uh, Christmas for with his buddies. And so there's just a bunch of beers that he's like, I'm not drinking that. Yeah. Like a, some weird peanut butter stout or something. And, like, just based off the labeling, I'm like, hey, I'm going to give that one a go. And you're like, well, the labeling was great, but that was disgusting. It seems like if it's a, like any beer could be like in a can with a blue kind of base color with a weird kind of scroll crest thing. And you'd be like, that's a, that's a safe bet. Yeah. They're, they're like this. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. But it's I would drink that if I saw Genesee non-alcoholic. 
Well, okay, well, touche, Google Images, but um, yeah, but there's certain things you look for when you're looking for a beer. So like those type of things, you, that like you are like if you're looking for a basic ass beer, you are kind of looking for that uh, that classic iconic iconography, I guess. Yeah. Cause it's like is there an eagle? Is yeah. there a star? Look, or Yingling. They got the eagles. Bro- Brooklyn. Brooklyn Ale or whatever this Brooklyn Lager they it's it's a little more modern because they're B, but it's also like it stands out. Same with like uh, Sam Adams, like yeah, you kind of see like too dark, te- like I don't know. It's a weird kind of psychology of like the the checklist you go through. And uh, this is gonna be a little intro. We're we're just dipping our toes in this pool because like we know what we like and Sean you know design language and you know design, but also like having to be, like once we talk to Bernice or whoever else and they can be like, well here's what we have to deal with for being on a shelf, and having to deal with naming yeah. and the kind of beer and the seasonality of things like they'll they'll be able to uh, enlighten us a lot more than what we're. You know, we we only dip our toes in the inf- in the uh, research area of this, but yeah, you know, but that's why you come. You come, you're like, hey, I've never considered he- that. You're here for the facts. Yeah, you came for the little intro. You came for the trailer, yeah. and then you're like, hey, I am interested in that, and I'm going to do my own research, or you don't, and you wait for our next episode, or you use these as like enabling homework for the week, where you're like, yeah. well, I don't agree with them, so I'm going to go drink everything in a green can this week. Yeah. Also. Newsflash, you will have terrible hangovers. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not as big of an alcoholic as they are, so I'll continue yeah. drinking my way. And you're like, you're probably right. We probably are uh, <laughs> just housing your pussy ass. <laughs> That's just what, kidding. This is a, a, a huge challenge podcast yeah. where we just enable everybody to a 12-step yeah. meeting. Well, I'm not as bad as the par- parking lot drunk guys, so yeah, I think well, I'm pretty good. Listen, Karen, you want to you want to talk about who's a problem drinker? Listen to these guys. What's up, baby? <laughs> getting drunk, getting muddy. What's happening, baby? Oh lord. Well, fuck. Um, you have anything to add? Verse. Uh, what what what's the best designed beer uh, can in your mind? Oh man. Um, I really like Olympia. Just because Olympian Rainier, just because it seems like being in California, it's the same beer that you've been drinking, but it seems exotic from a different area. Ooh, yeah. It's got an upside or a right side up horseshoe, which to the weird uh, kind of superstitious person inside me was like, well, that's good luck. I, I got to drink that all day long. But um, the Irish in you. And it's also kind of oh, that is a great design. basing on going on uh, kind of road trips to Oregon, which always seems like it's a, it's always a great time. So it's still got that vibe of like this is a shitty lager beer. We're not going to not you shitty. Around. It's well, just uh, accessible. This isn't going to taste like a weird soup with spices and shit <laughs> like that that a lot of microbreweries kind of come with. But yep. it's got a really. It, it's got everything you're looking for. A stream, horseshoe, trees. It's good camping beer. Absolutely. What about you? What, uh, what, what do you think? Um, I mean... Completely outside perspective. And t- I, uh, As somebody that doesn't know design that is completely just a consumer, um, 
I will say that like Takati has not it. They are not the best. But they're not the best, but they're not the worst. No. And I think that's the market they're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> it's like oddly Aryan with that fucking eagle. Yeah, but it also feels exotic because you're like, ooh, we're we're so conditioned seeing a bald eagle in America, seeing a black eagle. Yeah. And you're but like, ooh. It's also like I got exposed to it through skateboarding again. because uh, like this brand one fifty one which alcohol very much alcohol based uh I, I they that. did some takati rips so i was like once i started drinking I was like, oh this is a beer <laughs> um I, i'll i'll go with the coors banquet like i there's something about the gold and that that line of cut uh thing of the waterfall and the i, I it just i don't know it like Speaking of camping beer, it's always available. Yeah, it's you super can cheap. Find it anywhere. It's like twenty bucks for a thirty pack when you're hitting Rite Aid and heading out of town. It speaks to me. Miller Light or uh, Miller High Life, they're pretty good. Like, they it, really, yeah. they really nailed it. If you're going bottles, like High Life and uh, Stellar, are like my kind of go-to. Like, yeah, I'm going to a house party. I want to seem like S- I, Stella I does into that. Like, they do kind of like co-opt that uh, air of class somehow and you're like yeah. this is still just a shitty whatever beer but i think it's the time that they've been around where yeah. it's been like the, the 1300s at least the time they've claimed to have been around yeah and you're like <laughs> see <laughs> this can't be wrong yeah it's like abercrombie and fitch yeah we've been around i'm like yeah but you went out of business right yeah you were seven other businesses <laughs> well don't worry about that but well i think i think we're hitting about our limit uh I think that so get you covers it. good to know. Get Sean Burke an Olympia beer tea for Christmas. This is a great one. What you got? You still a medium? <laughs> uh, let's go with large. Let's <laughs> All right, double XL yeah. for Sean. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, you know, I think we'll get some more expertise involved, perhaps with our, our buddy Bernice or something. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool like to see the kind of specific psychology of how these things are kind of uh yeah maybe maybe this will be a multi-tiered approach Uh, we'll get bernice i don't know that she's been i I don't know what she knows i i just know that she started like freelancing for this company and i think she's pretty much free full-time now so she's probably got some uh uh expertise to share all of my input is based on sitting in front of a cooler there and like look at that i'm not drinking that yeah but you have background in it and you know like what yeah. goes into things and you know what makes a good design versus a bad design i hope so i i know so like fingers crossed even early on when like i we got you to do a couple of layouts for magazines i was always like actually beyond that i've always been impressed because like i pitch you an idea and it's like very basic and i'm like this is what i'm thinking and then like whatever you bring it's always better than i hoped like everything you've come back with has always been like as good as i could have hoped and better so awesome. well that's high. not price. trying to wash your balls too much but appreciate it you know as somebody that knows nothing about design i've always uh enjoyed your work and have been impressed with it and i hope you make lots of money doing it me too thank you well all right well that's a fun little note to end on i think uh i think that'll be about it for today very, very kind words high hey, praise high pra- that's high praise well, 
Uh, speaking of that design work, I'm going to try to milk you for some... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the intro. And, and uh, we're going to get some merch made, and we're going to make all the money. Yeah. And uh, not only just from Casadori's, the drink of the summer, the pre-mixed Palomas, now available at Rite Aid and your corner liquor store. Yeah. Coming at you, Casadori's. Keep your ears on. Casadori's. That's Casadori's. That's the one with the deer. Yep. All right. Well, until next time, this has been Parking Lot Drunk. Thank you so much for tuning in. Cheers. Cheers.